Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, all-area, all-decade team infielders, part one of our three-part series. After every episode of recording and editing and listening back, I reflect. I often don't share the, my reflections with the audience, but this reflection I wanted to share. I invited a member from each school, either as a player or as a coach, to be represented during this all-area and all-decade team. I provided them the stats of the players that were provided from previous coaches and the work that I did for the Wallert Catholic All-Decade Team. I gave them the stats and I shared with them, please do not share with anybody who you are going to put on the team. I want our on-air conversations to be 100% completely authentic. When you listen to this, you will realize that our reactions, our discussions, our arguments, our disagreements, our praises that we give to players was 100% authentic. There are some shockers that made the team that I did not think were going to make the team going in. There were some guys that I expected to be a slam dunk to make the team that may have been left off. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Now step into the batter's box and join us for the first episode of our three-part series of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, All Area, All Decade Team, Infielders, Part 1. Find us on Facebook, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, and find us on Twitter, at Coach Manaman. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast is excited to bring to you our first ever all-area, all-decade team. Fighting out of the blue corner, representing Wallert Catholic High School, standing at 6 feet 1 inches tall, weighing at 185 pounds, Cole Base running blunder, bogey. Fighting out of the green corner, representing the Hempstead Mustangs. Standing at 5 feet 10 inches tall, weighing in at 175 pounds. Chad, there's no crying in baseball. Crabel. Fighting. Out of the red corner, representing the senior high Rams, standing at six foot, four inches tall, weighing in at 175 pounds, Tyler striking out, looking, cycling. And lastly, fighting out of the black corner, representing the Western Dubuque Bobcats, he stands at seven feet tall. Weighing in at 500 pounds, Corey caught stealing Davidson. 
And the person who will be the, desi- the deciding vote. And the man who will break all ties. The recruiter. Standing at six foot, two inches tall. Weighing it at 200 pounds. Andrew retired the side in order. Redman. And I am everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and I will be your moderator for the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, first ever all area, all decade team. If you've ever wondered how they decide all conference, all state, and all district, this is how we are doing this show. They project stats, coaches talk about their players, talk about their intangibles, and there's a round table vote to decide that. We are going to do the same exact thing today when deciding who makes the all area, all district team 2010 to 2019. We will have one player from each position. We will have five pitchers. One utility player. At the end of that, each representative on the show will get to put one player on the team to fill out the roster. Also, during this, we will call a mound visit. There are players on this list that played multiple positions while they're in high school. Now, we're not going to put somebody at second base that maybe played one inning or played one out at second base. We're looking for guys that may have played half a season or more at that position. At the end, players that did not make it are eligible for that DH spot. Before we get into our first position, I'm going to ask everybody on the panel, this esteemed panel, the following question. Corey Davidson, representing Western Dubuque, how are you voting? What is your criteria for voting? My criteria for voting is if you went to West Dubuque, you're probably really good. (laughs) If you went to other schools, you're probably not as good. So it's going to be a pretty easy. I already got my list done, and Nick, I can send you the uh, the roster already for the All Decade team because it's coming up red and black. <laughs> and Cole Bogey representing Wallert Catholic. Cole, yeah, sir. What's your criteria for voting? So my criteria is yes, you you have to look at the stats, but um, I, I'm not going to be as biased as my my partner there, uh, Mr. Davidson, but. Um, you know, look at the stats, but then also look at the individual player. A lot of these guys I've, I've seen uh, coached, and I'll, I'll definitely throw that in as well. And also, it's, it's Corey Davidson to you, Mr. Bogey. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach, Coach Soigling from Phoenix, Arizona, representing the Dubuque Senior Rams. Coach Soigling, what is your criteria in voting for the all-area, all-decade team? You know, my, my plan was here to, to be fair and, and unbiased as much as I could be, but now that uh, Corey already sent your, or is, is about to send you his list here, that's all red and black. I'm probably going to be uh, 
mine's going to be pretty uh, blue and, and red here. So that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I love how this round table is already turning out. And we go to Mr. Hollywood, star of American Pickers and American Crime Story. Chad, there's no crying in baseball. Crable representing the Hempstead Mustangs. Chad, what is your criteria on voting? So I tried to focus on career stats, uh, not just senior year or uh, junior year or whatever. Um, I tried to look at the big picture, how they did um, in high school, not how they did in um, college, not how they did in semi-pro or anything like that, but just try to focus on the, uh, the individual's uh, high school stats. I am glad to hear that Chad Crable is taking this seriously because I thought our next man, the recruiter, Andrew Redman was going to have to decide every single vote because Davidson was going to vote Western Dubuque, Bogey was going to vote Wallert, Soigling was going to vote Senior, but it looks like Chad Crable is taking this seriously. He's done his due diligence. Andrew, the recruiter, Redman, what is your criteria for deciding these votes? Well, when I uh, when I heard about this... Uh this team we were putting together, I was thinking more uh, dream team. So for me, it's uh, first off skills, abilities, and then obviously taking a look at the stats and uh, um, going off those two. But yeah, I'll be unbiased. Um, I know Corey uh, Davidson is, he set the tone here, but hopefully we can, uh, we can get the dream team put together and give a good product. So I just want to go on the record. I said that I was going to pick all West Butte people for how good they are. And you guys are supposed to be representing your schools, and you want to be unbiased, which kind of sounds like you want to also vote for Westview guys, too. So that's okay. I think we're all on the same page here. All right. Let's get to our first position, which will be catcher. The first position we are going to address for the all-area, all-decade team is behind the dish, the catcher position. Here are the players and here are their stats. From Wallert Catholic High School, J.J. Reimer. J.J. Reimer, his senior year, hit 477 with an on-base percentage of 537. He scored 49 runs, 62 hits, 13 doubles, 2 triples, 13 home runs, 63 RBIs, and 9 stolen bases. During J.J.'s career, he scored 77 runs, is the program's all-time leading hit leader at 112 hits, 33 doubles, 5 triples, 15 home runs, and 110 RBIs. Which moves us on to senior. David Jaynes, senior year, he hit 383, had an on-base percentage of 459. He scored 32 runs with 35 RBIs. He dropped one home run, 13 doubles, one triple, 49 hits, and eight stolen bases. In David Jaynes' career, he scored 99 runs, had 147 hits, 25 doubles, 67 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, and one home run. Which brings us to Western Dubuque, Calvin Harris. Calvin's junior year stats, because he has not yet played his senior season, and senior season would not be eligible. He hit 408 as a junior. On base percentage of 593, 42 hits, 10 doubles, 7 home runs, 40 RBIs, and he walked 46 times. His career stats, 
31 doubles, 18 triples, 16 home runs, 176 RBIs, 106 walks, 24 stolen bases. And our last catcher from Hempstead High School, Brady Breitbach, his senior year, he hit 260, had an on-base percentage of 345, 26 hits, three doubles, 17 RBIs. His career stats, 36 hits, four doubles, 18 RBIs. Now, the Twitter vote went to Calvin Harris, and the Facebook vote went to Calvin Harris as well. I'm not sure if that will be a deciding factor for any of you out there. We're going to turn it to Mr. Bobcat, Corey Davidson, who gets your vote for all area, all decade. Uh. No disrespect to the rest of the panel, but I'm pretty sure this should be as straightforward as possible. Uh, Calvin Harris is by far uh, not only probably the best catcher of the decade, but probably one of the top players of the decade uh, to come through Dubuque County and arguably Iowa through his last four years of playing. Uh, you're talking about a kid that, that's walked 106 times and struck out less than 25 through four years of playing. Um and obviously with his stats, obviously we have guys on here with intangibles. Um, I know we we're going to talk about, about Brady Breitbach and, and the leadership he has, um, but you're not going to mistake him with Calvin Harris because he's bringing those intangibles too uh, with a bat and a rifle for an arm too. So uh, my vote obviously goes to Cal. Great job, Corey. I, I love the due diligence you put in, and thank you for your background. We're going to go to Mr. Cole bogey jj reimer is your candidate but who are you voting for uh so i'm also going to go with calvin harris i mean just looking at the 593 on base percentage i've never seen one close to 600 before that's that's a new stat for me um over 100 walks i mean these guys are pitching around him he's only been in his junior season i mean he's gonna shatter all of the records if if he plays that senior year. So uh, for me, it's, it's Calvin, even though I had David um, and JJ as well. And and those guys are great. I I know of those two, but Calvin's my pick. Very good, Cole. So we got two for Calvin Harris. We go to Tyler who struck out looking Soigling senior Rams representative coach Soigling who gets your vote for all area, all decade. No, this is tough because I, I look at JJ and I've played against JJ my whole life, and and I uh, I played with him at Ellsworth for a year. Uh, I knew David since he was a seventh grader, and I played with Brady um, during in in summer ball in Dubuque. But when I I look at, I'm just kind of piggybacking off what Cole and Corey said. I, I got to vote for Calvin Harris because this kid's a three year starter. He the walks are what really stand out to me. His on base percentage is incredible. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's really hard to argue um, a three-year starter um, putting up these kind of numbers. Very good. So we got a third vote for Calvin Harris, and we go to Chad Crable, who represents Hempstead High School. Brady Breitbach was the representative there. Chad, who are you voting for and why? I'm going to go with Calvin Harris as well. Um, I mean, his stats are, are crazy uh, the first three years. I can't wait to see what uh, – uh, he does his senior year, kind of like what Cole said. I just think he's going to, if they do play that senior year, I mean, he's just going to shatter um, them all. Um, I will say that I think J.J.'s a close second um, for uh, 
catcher. I mean, he put some unbelievable stats up at Wallert, uh, power numbers, and extremely tough hitter to get out. Uh, but uh, my vote goes to Cal. Andrew Redman, I know there's no tie to be broken, but are you going to make it unanimous and go with Calvin Harris? Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, J.J. David Brady, great great players, great people. Um, Calvin, same deal. He's just a good kid, um, works hard. Intangibles are there, like, uh, like Corey said. Um, but, yeah, definitely have to go with Cal on this one. So Calvin Harris is your all-area, all-decade catcher. Keep in mind the stats of the other players. They are all eligible to be mentioned in that utility spot. I want to make a quick mound visit here. We have first base, and a gentleman on that first base spot is Austin Savory. While Austin Savory had amazing stats, I almost think people remember him as a pitcher. And I think that he had just as remarkable stats uh, as a pitcher. Do we want to vote on Austin as a pitcher or do we do or do we want to vote on Austin as a first baseman? What are, what are your thoughts here, guys? I mean, so so looking at the the numbers, he's definitely, you know, first base is going to be a tough, tough choice here. But um, I, I kind of agree with you. He's. You know, he was a stud pitcher for Wallard for many years. He got moved up uh, very young. So, um, you know, when I think back to Austin, that's kind of what I think. Anybody else have any objections to um, removing Austin from the list at first base and putting him in the pitcher category? No, that's fine. All right. Anybody have anybody during this mound visit that they would like to add to first base? Anybody? Uh, I've heard I've heard uh, Connor Grant's name mentioned a couple times from people. I know he played first base. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I was going to say maybe Nick Tuttle. Uh, I had as my first baseman for the West Dubuque, and uh, his offensive stats probably would hold up with these guys as well, but I'll okay. keep him where he's at. So, Well, let's go through the list here. We have Ryan Hill from Senior. He hit 424, had an on-base percentage of 514. He hit 12 doubles, 7 home runs, 40 RBIs, 50 hits, and 35 runs. His stats prior to that made him not eligible because it was before 2010. From Western Dubuque, we have Kyle Lehman. He hit 375, had an on-base percentage of 533. He scored 29 runs, had 42 hits, 11 doubles, two triples, three home runs, and 42 RBIs as a senior. His career stats totaled 22 doubles, 8 home runs, and 93 RBIs. We have from Hempstead, David Fitzgerald, who hit his senior year 404, on base percentage of 484. He scored 33 runs, 44 hits, 6 doubles, 1 triple, 20 RBIs, and 15 stolen bases. His career stats, 56 runs, 69 hits, 
11 doubles, one triple, one home run, 42 RBIs, 33 stolen bases. Kyle Lehman, if you're factoring this in, won the Twitter vote. David Fitzgerald, if you're factoring this in, won the Facebook vote. Would you like me to call Connor Grant's stats in here? Or are we going to stick him to third base? All right, we'll go with the the guys that were mentioned. So Corey Davidson, Western Dubuque rep, who are you voting for? Uh, this one is a little bit closer than, than the last one. Uh, I would say out of, out of the four or three choices that we have with uh, Austin being moved out, uh, career stats-wise, I think Kyle Lehman has uh, probably the best stats out of all of them. Uh, I know Fitz, personally, he's kind of a goober. Um, and to be honest with you, there's no reason someone that fast should be playing first base. That's for fat people or big people, and he's neither of the two. So I'm going to put that as a, uh, a deciding factor in this. Uh, but I'm going with Kyle Lehman. Uh, production uh, for for basically three years, sophomore year pitched only, but uh, you're talking about junior, senior year, uh, made it to state both times. So it's not only he's putting stats up, uh, but he's also doing it with probably the most pressure out of all these guys, and it's, it's batting uh, following up after Calvin. So um, while the walks and stuff for Cal were huge, uh, the production from Lehman was just as important during those two years. I will say that I believe this and shortstop is the toughest vote. Cole Bogey from Wallert Catholic High School, who gets your vote? Well, so I, I also agree, Kyle Lehman. Um, just looking, you can tell he had a good junior year as well, while we don't have those numbers uh, in front of us. I mean, just looking at his career stats, so uh, his 533 on-base percentage leads all three guys. And while he does have the lowest average senior year, um, you know, you're making up 160 points somehow, either hit by pitches uh, or walk. So the guy's finding ways to get on base. So you could almost say that they're kind of pitching around this guy as well. Um yeah, I mean, just looking at that and looking at multiple years, he's probably, in my opinion, uh, the best of, of the three that we have here. So Kyle Lehman now has two votes. And then we go to Coach Soigling representing Dubuque Senior. Coach Soigling, who's getting your vote for all-area, all-decade first baseman? Well, Corey and Cole, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. Uh, I'm going to – we got we to, gotta, you know – be fair to, to these 2010 graduates because they we can't throw up these 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 numbers from their for their career i'm sorry but we but i'm gonna vote ryan hill i played with this guy he was he was he was the guy he was our dude in 2010 he was a guy that we all counted on and all knew that when he came up to the plate he was going to give us give us something and he was going to produce something um you know we we had we had a tough season that year and and we had to face guys like red on the mound and if, if we had anyone up to bat, it would be it would be Ryan. Uh, he was just a raw hitter that just was productive. He wasn't very fast. He, you're not going to see him on the on the stolen base category. But the fact that he did score 35 runs, I think, is a big deal um, coming from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to vote Ryan Hill. I'm going Ryan Hill for for first base. So- <laughs> Can I interject before we get started here? Or keep going. Let's hear it. Go for it. Give us your rebuttal. Your name was mentioned, just like all the debates to decide presidential candidates. uh, We take things seriously here at the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Go ahead, Coach Davidson. 
good shameless plug there. Um, by the way, they're listening. If they're listening to this, they already know what the Dubuque Area Podcast is now. So, <laughs> <laughs> just, a little, just a little advice for the future. Uh, no disrespect to Ryan Hill. Um, and no disrespect to you, Soigling. Actually, a little bit of disrespect. Some people have a bunch of it. I'm, taking, I'm taking it all. Uh, I don't want to throw shots that I'm not going to back up all the way, but uh, those stats are impressive that senior stats, but um, one of the big components I, I look at too is are they doing it on a winning team? And that's why uh, with Fitz, I had him up there because they had a pretty good team as they were coming up as I would say he's probably the second one. Um, but yeah, everyone knows it, it, the stats are going to be look good, um, but if you're producing on a winning team, and obviously that's not always on, on Ryan, um, but at the same time, it's just that added pressure to it and big moments and big spots, and I think uh, that's why I have Lehman probably won and, and obviously fits second on that. Not everyone has a Cal Harris on their team either, Corey. Yeah, we got nine of them. Okay, There's more <laughs> Cal Harris's coming. Okay? You just wait. You just wait. Everything's going to come up red and black. Okay? And then we'll have a JV all decade and we can throw in a couple of your guys. <laughs> Chad Crable, are we going to have a tie between Kyle Lehman and Ryan Hill, or are you going to go David Fitzgerald? Uh, what, who's your vote going toward here? So with the uh, the four that you named, I actually had Austin uh, Savory in there, uh, just going off stats once again. Uh, but since we moved him to pitcher, um, and I hate to agree with uh, Corey Davidson um, <laughs> with the all all West Dubuque team, but I'm going to go with uh, Lehman um, and uh, what what he produced with the uh, on base percentage, the uh, RBIs. I think he would be uh, my first baseman. Red, if you had to vote, who would you have voted for? Well, I might throw uh, a twist into this. So I'm with Craves. I actually had Austin Savory on there as well. Um, I don't know if we uh, if we want to just stick with who we have or if we want to throw a twist into it and put him back in the picture. But um, No, Red, we just made the decision. Corey? Don't, don't be mean. So if we throw Austin Savory back into the mix, we have Chad Crable votes for him. That would have been one vote. And we have Cole Bogey, who said that he would have voted for him, too. We might have something here that's never happened in the history of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Let me read off Austin Savory's pitching stats, and then we'll make a collective decision. Austin Savory's pitching stats. His senior year, he was 12 and 3, 71 strikeouts, an ERA of 1.01, opponents hit 197 off of him. His career stats, he was 25 wins, 11 losses with 169 strikeouts. So, if we're putting this team together, is he more valuable at first base or more valuable as a pitcher? Let's take that vote right now. Corey Davidson, pitcher or first baseman? Where do you think Austin Savory's more valuable? Uh, well, as Kyle Lehman is the first baseman of the all-decade team, as we've clearly stated before, <laughs> Redman rudely interjected with his own rules. For being a moderator, it seems like you're just coming up with your own things as we go, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I, I think, like I said, he's a talented kid. I, I actually thought about if I had to put a kid – 
um, in a spot. He was one of the guys I was thinking for as a utility guy, uh, just because of because of versatility that he has. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm indifferent about it. I mean, he's got stats across board, but uh, we're going to throw pitching stats with him too. I mean, Lehman's pitching stats are not that far off either. <laughs> so, if we're going to go back and forth, I'm just saying. <laughs> three-year starter for pitching and he, he was up there as well so Cole Bogey what are your thoughts Austin Savory more valuable as a pitcher or first baseman uh I I can't say one way or another but I do know that um he was on those teams uh with Tish as the head coach there and those teams went to state um so he had a big impact on on both sides there you know, I, I think when I think him, I think pitching, but he also hit over 400. So um, it, it's tough to say, but it's usually in these all-conference meetings, it kind of goes, it's like you just need to get the right kids on the team somewhere. So I would I would agree first base, I would agree utility, I would agree pitcher, but somewhere I believe he would need to be on the team. So I, I'm kind of open to any one of those three. And he was on that team back-to-back-to-back, uh, to back to back, three straight trips to the state tournament. Coach Soigling, what are your thoughts on, Oster- on Austin Savory? Pitcher, first baseman. It's tough, I mean, because he obviously wore two very big hats for uh, that team. But um, kind of just piggybacking up what everyone else said, I think he – I remember him as a pitcher first, first and foremost – um, but I mean, stats don't lie. I mean, he, the kid could hit too. So, um, I would say probably more of a pitcher in my eyes, but, um, you know, I could see the argument for, for being a first baseman as well. Okay. Crab. I'm going to interject one more time before Chad does his useless <laughs> nonsense and probably will recommend himself, uh, to win. Uh, did a little research. Here comes Kyle here. Lehman's pitching stats. No, no. So, I looked at Austin's, obviously, 94 RBIs uh, compared to Lehman's 93. Um, that 93 RBIs that Lehman had, his sophomore year, he only played, he only had less than 50 at-bats, whereas Austin obviously got to play. Uh, he was a pretty big catalyst for that for that sophomore season that he played when they made it to state. So we're looking at one RBI difference from a kid that probably had good 100 less at-bats, too, so... I'm going to put that into consideration for the first base side. So, oh, Chad, you can go ahead and say something about the Cubs or whatever you're going to talk about. <laughs> I appreciate it, Corey. I was going to actually talk about the Lawrence New Hawks. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let me no, mute my um, mic real quick. No, I, I never had uh, Austin in my uh, group of pitchers, so – um, I, I had him at first base, but I'm uh, also up for whatever I – we we can do a uh, a vote here to determine. Yeah, let's just uh, let's just take a quick vote. Corey, pitcher, first baseman. Uh, I'm gonna go pitcher. I all kidding aside, uh, I'm gonna, on Tyler's thing. When I think of Austin, I think of of kind of that big game pitcher that he had at Waller for those years. Uh, I mean, he was their number one for three years, and and they were pretty solid with him. So I would say pitcher. Me as well. Coach Bogey, pitcher, first baseman. First base. One to one here. Tyler Pitcher, first base. Uh, as bad as I want to spite Corey right now, I'm going to have to stick to my guns and, and say Pitcher. All right. Two to one. Pitcher, Crabs, Coach Crabble. First base. First base. Red, you are the deciding vote here. First baseman or pitcher for Austin Savory? 
first base. All right, we're going to reopen the voting here, folks. This is getting out of control. All right, Austin Savory's <laughs> stats as a first baseman. 400 average, 481 on-base percentage, 34 runs, 52 hits, 12 doubles, 4 triples, 4 home runs, 39 RBIs, 4 stolen bases. His career stats, 76 runs, 137 hits, 27 doubles, 94 RBIs, and 9 stolen bases. Are you staying... Coach Davidson with Kyle Lehman. I am disgusted. You're going to go Lehman Kyle again? Lieben. Kyle Lehman is one of the top 10 baseball players that have came through Dubuque County this decade. And the fact that he might not even make the list because Mr. Closet Bogey himself decided that he was going to... to Starts giving his Golden Eagles stuff in there. Uh, and if this goes bad, I know uh, Corey Tischer, and he will get a strongly worded letter about this. So, And for you people that want to get the, the closet joke, Coach Bogey is currently recording this from his bedroom closet, so we get better sound quality from him. Cole Bogey, who are you voting for? We got one vote for Kyle Lehman. Uh, I'm going to vote for Austin Savory. So um, he actually would have been my vote uh, regardless, but uh, this kind of worked out perfectly. One of the things that we're supposed to do is we're supposed to represent our kids. Uh, and this is exactly how you do that uh, to make sure that your your right kids get in that list. So I think this played out perfectly, and, and that's why I switched him over to first base. Boy, I, I didn't think this mound visit was going to take was going to take 12 minutes here. Coach Soigling, are you going to go with Ryan Hill, or are you going to go with Austin Savory? Yeah, I want to stay with Ryan because if I'm looking at Ryan's stats compared to Austin's, I mean, Ryan beats him in a, multiple categories. Um, but for the sake of this, because I know Ryan's probably not going to get on and I'm not going to probably change anyone's vote since we just put Austin back on. Um, I'm going to go with Austin Savory hmm. over Lehman. All right. Chad Crable representing Dubuque Hempstead. Fitzgerald getting your vote, or are you going to go Austin Savory, or are you going to go Kyle Lehman? Sticking with Savory. Sticking with Savory. Andrew Redman, who are you voting for? Going with Savory. All right, I have to adjust my list here. I officially wrote Kyle Lehman on there beforehand, but let me uh, update it to Austin Savory. I hope you guys don't run into Kyle Lehman because he can bench over 300 pounds, and he'll snap <laughs> Cole Bogey into two. <laughs> Very spoken, like uh, a, spoken like a football coach. Very, He's got to find me up here in Wisconsin first. Very, oh, yeah, uh, that's going to be hard to find. What do you got to do? Look next to like a w <laughs> or some sort of cheese factory? It'll be pretty easy to find. Very interesting <laughs> vote we have there. So we have Cal Harris at catcher, Austin Savory at first base, which moves us to second base. And the mound visit that I'm going to call here is Alex Timmerman. Alex Timmerman was a second baseman, so he has entered into this pool as well. We got Levi Nauman of Wallert. Senior year, he hit 341, 
458 on base percentage, 31 runs, 43 hits, 7 doubles, 11 RBIs, and 13 stolen bases. Career stats, 66 runs, 87 hits, 15 doubles, 1 home run, 25 RBIs, and 22 stolen bases. TJ Deardorf from senior, average 361 his senior year, on base percentage of 490. 35 runs, 39 hits, 9 doubles, 4 home runs, 43 RBIs, 12 stolen bases. His career stats, 101 runs, 113 hits, 24 doubles, 2 triples, 6 home runs, 75 RBIs, and 28 stolen bases. Cody Reimer from Western Dubuque. His senior stats, 353 average, 469 on base percentage, 22 stolen bases, 21 RBIs. 11 doubles, 42 hits, 28 runs. His career stats, 91 runs, 140 hits, 32 doubles, 4 triples, 1 home run, 45 RBIs, and 41 stolen bases. Great stats. From Hempstead, Lucas Duax, his senior year, he hit 298 on base percentage of 380, 34 hits, 26 runs, 7 doubles, 1 home run, 11 RBIs. His career stats, 52 runs, 82 hits, 18 doubles, 1 triple, 2 home runs, 21 RBIs, 9 stolen bases. Let me give you Alex Timmerman's stats, who was entered in during the mound visit. He did make Coach Rapp's team as a utility player, but he played second base the majority of his career. Alex Timmerman, he hit as a senior, 491, on base percentage of 584, 29 runs, 55 hits, 14 doubles, 2 triples, 7 home runs, 55 RBIs. Stats before that for his career, he was not eligible. So, Corey Davidson, Who's going, I think I probably already know who you're going to vote for, but who's going to get your vote for second base? Oh, and I'm sorry, one thing. Alex Timmerman won the Twitter vote, and he also won the Facebook vote as well. All right, shout out to all those Hempstead moms there grinding away on Facebook. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Here's the deal. Um... Cody Reimer, I think actually, in all all kidding aside, I actually thought about moving him to a utility spot because when we talked about West Dubuque, uh, he was that kid that he played multiple positions. Uh, he played shortstop, outfield, anywhere in the infield, and obviously his pitching sets too. Um, so I'm actually going to I'm going to move him uh, to a utility spot because I think his stats um, probably could win second base, and I don't want to get Tyler all upset because he already got all sad because of TJ because he left him off the list. So I don't want him to do it twice. Uh, so I'm going to move Cody Reimer to that u- utility spot for uh, when we vote on that. So my uh, my vote's going to go with Timmerman. Um, I played against him at, at St. Ambrose. Uh, obviously, he was the best Hempstead kid ever to play on those 2009-2010 teams by far. That <laughs> boy, he's going after the recruiter <laughs> Redman in the building here. Blatantly the best kid ever. I mean, he's Mr. Hempstead. Uh, he's stand-up humble. He, he doesn't like all uh, the accolades, unlike the egotistical Andrew Redman. Uh, no, Timmerman, I'm going Timmerman. His stats are crazy. Um, obviously, the crew stats aren't eligible for it. 
Uh, but uh, he's by far probably one of the best hitters to come through Dubuque County this decade. Coach Bogey, who's getting your vote? Uh, Alex Timmerman. So uh, I give him the slight edge over TJ Deardor from senior. Um, Alex, I mean, could mash. I'm, I'm pretty sure he swung lefty. Um, and he, he was one of those guys, you know, those Hempstead teams of kind of that era right there were very, very good. And he was a, a huge part of that. So, um, yeah, definitely Alex. Coach Soigling, who's getting your vote? Yeah, even though I left TJ off off the list um, before, and and I was so sad about it, Corey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I have to give it to Al. I mean, his stats don't lie, and and God, he was. I, I played with him on the Legion team with Red, and um, you know, he was just a force to be reckoned with on that team. And um, no matter who you played for, he just you knew it was Alex Zimmerman, and you knew you had to be be aware. Um, yeah, Al Zimmerman. Chad Crable, who's getting your vote from Hempstead, representing Hempstead. Are you going Lucas Duax or Alex Timmerman? Or any of the other guys mentioned? Definitely going Alex Timmerman. Um, I mean, he had a great career at Hempstead. Um, Phenomenal hitter, gap to to a gap, uh, on-base percentage, RBIs. He kind of has it all. Um, So I think we got to go with Timmy. Andrew Redman, the recruiter, are you going to make it unanimous? Yep, I'm going to go with the uh, the humble Alex Timmerman, as Corey said before. So uh, definitely unanimous. Just a reminder, everybody, that keep anybody that does not make it in your mind because we are going to have a lot of guys to throw in there for utility. Now we move to the shortstop, which I think is the most difficult vote because everybody was phenomenal and everybody had monster stats. I'm going to do a mound visit here. It might not be, uh, it might not go as a popular one here, but this guy actually won the Facebook vote and it was Andrew Redman. But I got to be honest with you. When I think of Andrew Redman, I think of Andrew Redman, the pitcher. He was 10 and 0. His ERA was below one. He's Andrew Redman, the former pitching coach of Clark, not Andrew Redman, the former middle infield coach of Clark. So, oh what, shucks, I'm Andrew Redman. I, you, know, I, you know, I don't matter about that, man. I'm just, I'm just so excited. Uh, I'm just humble. I just, I, I don't even deserve to be a part of this. So, you guys go ahead. I'm just going to take myself out of it. And that's Corey Davidson doing his best Andrew Redman impersonation. Is there anybody opposed to getting Andrew Redman off of shortstop and putting him in the pitching rotation? Anybody opposed to that? No, anytime we can remove Andrew Redman from any list, I think it's a good idea. So (laughs) let's just keep doing that. All right. So here are the candidates. This guy did not play his senior year because he went to start training for the University of Iowa football team. His junior year stats from Wallert Catholic High School, it's Riley McCarron. His junior year, he hit 465, on base percentage of 566. He scored 68 runs, 60 hits, 10 doubles, two triples, five home runs, 27 RBIs, and 48 stolen bases. His career stats, he scored 116 runs, 125 hits, 17 doubles, 
four triples, 10 home runs, 64 RBIs, 65 stolen bases. The next candidate comes from Dubuque senior, Sam Link. His senior year, he hit 464 with an on-base percentage of 580. He scored 29 runs, had 32 hits. Six of those were doubles, one triple, three home runs, 27 RBIs with 11 stolen bases. His career stats, 90 runs, 113 hits, 20 doubles, two triples, seven home runs, 80 RBIs, 45 stolen bases. And lastly, from Western Dubuque. Greg Bennett, his senior year stats, he hit 419, on base percentage of 524, 27 stolen bases, 43 RBIs, 16 doubles, 7 triples, 3 home runs, career stats, 34 doubles, 12 triples, 12 home runs, 124 RBIs, stolen bases were 50. Andrew Redman, who won the Facebook vote, was removed from voting. Sam Link won the Twitter vote. Corey Davidson, this is the most difficult vote we have yet. I think I already know. But I'm curious, who is going to get your vote for the all-area, all-decade team shortstop? All right, so obviously I'm going with G, uh, Greg Bennett. <laughs> but I'm going to give my reasons why. Because it's not that I have a biased opinion. It's just my opinion's right most of the time. Um, <laughs> so Riley McCarron would have been up there for sure. Uh, I looked at kind of the body of work uh, his senior year. Uh, if he plays, and uh, he was a Division One baseball player easily, um, if he chose to be, and obviously he had a great career at Iowa for football. Um, he plays senior year; it's not even a question about him. But the fact that he didn't play, and obviously he made the right decision with with his with his career choice and college look, um, it, it doesn't. I, I took him off because of that. Um, Sam Link, another thing too. Uh, his senior year, he got hurt. Uh, I think he messed up an ankle or a hammy or something like that. Hamstring. Uh, so yep. his his senior year was was uh, was brief, and the numbers he put up in that small amount of time um, were pretty phenomenal. And obviously, he's at Iowa now. Uh, so when I look at the whole body of work, I'm going with Greg. Uh, his senior year was unreal, um, and he not only had a combination of power with 12 home runs, but we're talking about almost 60 bases too with the average. So um, kid had power, speed, um, and uh, that's why I'm going with him. One vote for Greg Bennett. Cole Bogey from Wallert Catholic High School. Who's getting your vote? Uh, Riley McCarron, easily, hands down. Uh, didn't play his senior year. Like Corey said, he, he could have played D1. Um and definitely would have gotten some looks, but chose to go the football way. 465, you know, just his junior year. You're talking about a guy who was thrown out once in all of his career on the basis. You know, he was 64 out of 65 stolen bases, um, on base percentage, 566. I mean, he's looking at the numbers. I mean, he scored more runs than the other guys, um, stolen bases. I mean, you're looking at sheer numbers, but. We have to remember, like Sam Link, just I believe he just graduated and just uh, went to Iowa right now. And Riley is at the beginning of this decade, and we can't forget about 
how good he was. And especially if he would have played his senior year, it wouldn't have even been close. I, I don't think uh, we would have even been talk, talking about this. Coach Soigling, are you going to back senior or are you going to vote differently on this? Well, I, I'm, I'm actually going to agree with Corey on the whole Riley thing. Um, if you played his senior year, I, I do agree with Cole. I don't think that there's a, a, a debate on this. If Riley plays his senior year, I think he's our shortstop. But um, no, I'm not going to go with Riley on this. Um, it, coming down to Sam and, and Greg, I mean, um, I just had the privilege to, to talk to Greg yesterday for the first time, and, and he's a great kid. Um, but I got to stick with, with my boy, Sam. Um, that kid has had a lot of um, injuries and things happen to him. And the fact that he stuck it out and, and still put up those numbers that he had his senior year, um, I think it says a lot about Sam and, and just talking about Sam as, as, a, as a person who works hard and does everything right. Um, from that standpoint, I, I think Sam is, is that guy for me. I'm going to vote for Sam Link. So we got ones across the board. Now this is where it gets interesting because Hempstead does not have anybody on the list. So Chad Crable, we have one vote for Greg Bennett, one vote for Riley McCarron, one vote for Sam Link. Who are you going for? So originally when you had uh, sent out the stats, I had read uh, as my shortstop, since he is off the list, um, I do agree with, um, Cole, where in uh, Ty Soy, where we look at Riley McCarron, if he plays his senior year, um, I mean, he is far and away uh, the best shortstop. Um, got thrown out once his, his uh, senior year. Somehow I threw him out my freshman year. I don't know exactly how that happened um, to this day, but. Uh, because it didn't happen. You just made that up. No, he did because I, I was coaching Riley when it happened. I believe he threw him out twice in the same doubleheader. So, Chad, who's yeah. going to uh, get your vote? At the at the end of the day here, um, I'm going with Greg Bennett as my shortstop. Um, just looking at uh, career stats again, 124 RBIs, the doubles, the stolen bases. Um, going with Greg. So... Red, it's it's decided. It's uh, going to go to Greg Bennett. Um, if you were voting for this, Red, who would you have voted for? To go back to my statement to uh, to start the the podcast, I was looking at like what what's the dream team here, right? So if we had to put a product for Dubuque County for this decade on the field against you know other other areas, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, um, Greg's a great player. Sam's a great player, great kid, but Riley McCarron is just athletic-wise and what he could bring to the table. I think um, he would have been my choice. I I would have Sam somewhere else on the team, um, not necessarily shortstop, um, and same with Greg. So, but uh, uh, I would have had Riley athletically. Greg ran a faster hundred-meter dash, but that's just me. So, what am I talking? You know, it's it's interesting how this no, vote. <laughs> This vote turned out completely different than how I how I thought it would have been. I honestly thought that Riley McCarron would have won it unanimously. He would have gotten my vote. But remember, we also do have a utility spot, and you guys also do get to fill out the roster. So any guys that are are being missed, uh, remember you have that ability to throw them on here. So I think Greg, easily all three of them should probably be on the. I mean, you think about it; it's shortstops like one of the premier positions in high school. Um, it, there's no reason why all of them shouldn't be on the all-decade team 
by far. I mean, it's just one of them. He's got to go, and obviously yep. Westerbeek wins. So, yep. so uh, Western Dubuque, Greg Bennett in a surprise vote. Coach Davidson showing us his championship football ring right now through Zoom. No, I, I just got this made for the All Decade podcast. Uh, so this is just for me winning that too. So I just got rings all over the place. Nice. Thanks for uh, doing that, Coach Davidson. Which brings us to third base. There are going to be some mound visits here as well. Jack Huffman is going to be entered. He was as a DH. And also, um, Dylan Merritt from Senior is also going to be added in as well. So here are the stats. Andy Ehrlich of Wallert, senior year, he hit 424, had an on-base percentage of 524, 38 runs, 50 hits, 9 doubles, 3 triples, 35 RBIs, 10 stolen bases. We had Connor Grant from senior. His senior year, he hit 430 on base percentage of 500, 42 runs, 10 doubles, 2 triples, 8 home runs, 40 RBIs, 58 hits, 16 stolen bases. Connor Grant's career stats, 108 runs, 126 hits, 21 doubles, 1 triple, 18 home runs, 85 RBIs, 34 stolen bases. We have Tyson Massey of Western Dubuque, senior stats. He hit 435 on base percentage of 519, 39 runs, 60 hits, 12 doubles, 37 RBIs, 19 stolen bases. Career stats, 69 runs, 103 hits, 17 doubles, 1 triple, 1 home run, 58 RBIs, 24 stolen bases. Toby Decker of Hempstead, 394 average, 511 on base percentage, 12 stolen bases, 39 runs, 43 hits, 10 doubles, 18 RBIs. Not eligible for career stats. Jack Huffman, senior stats, 438 average, 500 on base percentage, 34 runs, 56 hits, 10 doubles, 30, I'm sorry, three triples, eight home runs, 61 RBIs. His career stats, 67 runs, 102 hits, 23 doubles, six triples, five home runs, 96 RBIs, which gets us to the last candidate, Dylan Merritt. Senior stats, he hit 360 on base percentage of 416, 32 runs, 49 hits, 10 doubles, 10 home runs, 46 RBIs, 6 stolen bases. His career stats, 59 runs, 88 hits, 87 RBIs, 21 doubles, 15 home runs, 8 stolen bases. And Jack Huffman won the Facebook vote. And Corey, go ahead and talk about the Western Dubuque guy while I check my notes to see who won the Twitter vote. It's not West Dubuque guy. It's (laughs) All-State Tyson Massey. So if we're going to name drop, we're going to name drop. Tyson Massey. So, uh, to be obviously unbiased, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to talk about Tyson Massey. That's okay. Uh, probably one of the best senior years uh, defensively. I know we don't have stats on it. We talked about it on, on our podcast. Probably the best defensive third baseman out of this group uh, by far. 
uh, especially at the hot corner there. Um, and his production was through the roof. I mean, you're talking about a kid that got on base over 51% of the time um, on a team that went to states and semifinals. So uh, I'm going with Tyson Massey. Tyson Massey has one vote. And also, I just looked over my notes. The winner of the Twitter vote was Connor Grant of Senior. Coach Davidson, does that change your vote at all? Or are you still going with Tyson Massey? Absolutely not. It doesn't change my vote. I don't look at Twitter votes. I don't look into the mainstream media at all. When I think of it, I think of the core. <laughs> and the core of, uh, of baseball in Dubuque County is, is in the good farmlands of West Dubuque. Cole Bogey, difficult vote representing Wallert High School. Who are you going with? Um, it, so, Connor Grant, uh, just thinking about about him. I mean, defensively, he played a lot of shortstop for him, but, um, you know, 18 home runs. He had a lot of pop, 21 uh, doubles. I mean, so if you want to look at stats, you can, but uh, Connor Grant was the best you know, the best at senior for how many years? And many of these guys were the best on their team for how many years? But, yeah, Connor Grant was was a different type of player. And I remember Coach Felderman um, and the senior Rams, when he was on the mound, they always had a chance. And when he was in the lineup, they always had a chance. So uh, Connor Grant was on, was on a different level for me. All right. Coach Soigling from senior, this is a tough vote for you. You got multiple senior guys on there, Dylan Merritt, yeah. Connor Grant. If you're uh, feeling a little under the weather, maybe you might go Tyson Massey of Western Dubuque. But what's going on here? Corey, Corey's dreaming over there. He's just trying to get all WD guys on there. Because um, it's right. It's the right you're, thing. You're not always right, Corey. The um, Field of Dreams was not built in Dubuque. It was bu- built in a beautiful place in Dyersville, which is part of West Dubuque Community School District. <laughs> you guys built a shop co, okay? And you guys couldn't even run a shop co right. All you right. got Tyson. Does love a shop co? Hey, we don't talk about that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Coach Soigling, difficult yeah, vote for you. Who are you going Yeah, with? this is this is tough because I, I think Jack Hoffman definitely deserves um, to be on this team. Um, but uh, I love Dylan. I, I, I knew him you know, his whole career at senior. Um, but it's kind of grand. I mean, he's a four year starter at senior and it was, he's a guy where it didn't matter where we plugged him, even though he did play a majority of shortstop. Um, it didn't matter where we plugged him. We, we just had to put him in there because he was that guy. He was just that guy for that team for four years. And, um, I don't think that anyone can argue the fact that when they heard Connor Grant was on the mound or was, or was hitting third or whatever that they got a little scared and they were they were concerned about that guy because he was someone that was known throughout the state uh for being as great of a ball player as he was and i think he was an all-stater too uh cory um so uh, if we're gonna throw that plug out there i'm gonna throw that out for connor um i just i think a four-year starter who puts up those kind of numbers and he was hurt his senior year I don't know. That's tough. That's tough to, to argue with. So we have two votes for Connor Grant and one vote for Tyson Massey. We turn it over to Chad Crable of Dubuque Hempstead. Who's getting your vote, Chad? So I was between Jack Hoffman and Connor Grant. Um, I mean, Jack. I mean, both. I mean, both the guys are third baseman and pitchers. Um, but uh, when I compare those two, I got to go with Connor Grant. Um, the power numbers, the the production, the hits. Um, just everything combined, even though he did play multiple positions. I'm going to go with Connor. 
And Redman, if you had to vote, who are you going to go for? Connor Grant just took it three to one over Tyson Massey. Who would have gotten your vote, uh, Red? I would have taken Connor as well. Um, yeah, just uh, obviously the stats uh, speak for themselves, but uh, the athleticism, um, just a great, great player overall. So I would have went with Connor as well. Very cool. Thank you, audience, for listening in to our all-area, all-decade team infielders. And tune in for our next episode when we will address the outfielders and the pitching staff. As I stated in my reflection before the episode, wow, there were some shockers. There were some players that didn't make that infield team that I truly expected would have made it. Now, I want each and every single one of you to please do me a favor. If you think there was somebody that should have been on the list, should have made the team at a certain position, download the Anchor app. If you go to the Anchor app and you follow the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, you can actually call in and leave a voice message for the show. I will put your voicemail on the next show. So think of a player that maybe you thought should have made it. Give us your opinion. Give us your expert analysis. I will put it in part two of the episode. Please do not do this because I'm getting a lot of this. Please do not text me or call me or private message me and attack me personally, which has happened. And we're doing this because I am a guy that loves baseball. And I have friends in the area that love baseball. And we all have had our hand in high school baseball for many years. So if you think there's a disagreement, if you think there was somebody that should have made the infield team, download the Anchor app, send us a voicemail. You get one minute to make your point. I will put it in the next episode. If you wanna reach out to me through text, private message, you can. I do take your feedback and I've gotten a lot of great advice from people on upcoming shows, but you don't need to attack me personally. You don't need to attack the guests personally. We are not attacking any of the players. We're not attacking any of the programs. We're talking about every single player in a positive light and truly shedding a positive light on the players and the programs in our area. Thank you for listening. Hope to hear from you. 643, we're out of here. Postgame show is brought to you by Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Find us on Spotify and subscribe.